Welcome back to the Health Call Radio Hour. If you've got a question, you don't have to give blood to get the answer. Just drop us a line on the Health Call website at healthcall.live. That's healthcall.live. Or message us on the Health Call Facebook page. Now, back to health and wellness correspondent Lee Kelso. A couple of billionaires are working to save you big bucks on prescription drugs. Amazon recently announced a new generic drug program that could help lower prescription costs for literally millions of Americans. The program is called RX Pass. It offers free two-day shipping for generic medications commonly prescribed for, oh, you know, things like diabetes, blood pressure, asthma, all the usual complications. The program is currently only available to Amazon Prime members as a $5 monthly add-on, but anyone can sign up for a free trial. Amazon is partnering with major insurance providers to offer discounts on these generic meds not covered under their plan. So if you're looking for a way to cut down on healthcare costs, Amazon's new generic drug program eh, may be worth investigating. But Amazon's Jeff Bezos is not the only billionaire disruptor in the healthcare space. Mark Cuban's Cost Plus Drugs is also making waves, cutting out the middleman, selling thousands of the most common generic drugs directly to consumers. And the discount is huge. Jared Dushevsky is author of the Healthcare Huddle newsletter for busy doctors and other health professionals. He helps them stay on track with the latest trends. Now, he says Cuban's online pharmacy works by streamlining a system that is intentionally complex and confusing for consumers. And that, he says, is why we should all hope Mark Cuban can succeed. Well, because... So the whole premise of cost plus drugs is it's disrupting the traditional uh, drug supply chain so that consumers, patients, can get their medications, their generic drugs, at a price that's significantly cheaper than the generic drugs they're buying elsewhere. And when I say significantly, significantly cheaper, I mean hundreds if not thousands of dollars per year saved by using Mark Cuban's cost plus drugs uh, pharmacy. So, so it's very the- important. Uh, what's the difference? How does the how does cost plus work, and is it proving to work as well as promised? Yeah, of course. So I think in order to discuss what is cost plus drugs, it's important to take a look at why are drug prices so high, and like what are the key uh, causes that Mark Cuban's addressing. So just like real quick, uh, lack of competition among generic drug manufacturers uh, allows prices to be high, right? Low competition means prices can be priced at whatever they can handle. Uh, there's a lack of transparency in the drug supply chain, meaning us consumers and patients, we truly have no idea the amount of money being passed around between all the uh, stakeholders in the drug supply chain. Uh, and then third, there's no negotiations that go on between insurers and drug manufacturers, right? It's so like big insurers like CMS, they can't negotiate. This year they won't be able to, but before they couldn't negotiate drug prices to keep them down. Mm-hmm. Um, so wait a minute. There's a there's a there? middleman involved here. There's this whole oh, oh, there's PBM pharmacy benefit managers. Describe how all of that works, and and consumers have no clue about any of that, do they? Right. No, they zero idea. I mean, even even I'm in healthcare, and it's still so hard to understand. So I'm going to describe it as best as I can. And if listeners are confused, that's the point. <laughs> it, is, it is a very confusing drug supply chain, uh, but it'll help you understand what Mark Cuban is doing. So I'll describe the drug supply chain uh, in the way 
drugs are moving throughout it. So you have the drug manufacturer who is giving drugs to the wholesaler and the wholesaler is giving drugs to the pharmacy and the pharmacy gives drugs to the consumer or the patient, right? So we're at the end. And the way money flows is that the patient or consumer is giving money to the pharmacy for their drugs, like um, a copay. The consumer or patient is also giving money to the health plan. And then the pharmacy, you know, gives, buys drugs from the wholesaler, the wholesaler buys drugs from the drug manufacturer. But here's where things get very shady. And I, use, I don't use that term lightly, it's very shady. The drug manufacturer, they're creating the drugs. So they want their drugs covered by health plans, else, else they're not gonna get any revenue. So they pay these third-party pharmacy benefit managers what's known as a rebate. So it's a percentage of the list price of the drug that's paid to the third-party pharmacy benefit manager as like a signal to, hey, can you get our drug covered by health plans? And so the third-party uh, pharmacy benefit manager basically is in control of health plans formularies or what drugs they're going to cover. And these third-party PBMs will also pay part of the rebate they get from the drug manufacturer to the health plan. We don't really know how much these rebates are, uh, but we know there are a lot. So wait a minute. So, so, the, so the drug manufacturer is paying this PBM to get the insurance companies to list their drug and make it available to the patients. So there's money flowing exactly. that way. And then there's also money flowing back to the manufacturers or back to the insurance companies. Yeah, it's yeah. I'm confused. It's very confusing. But here's the catch. Here's why things get very expensive. Because the rebate is a percentage of the list price of the drug, mm -hmm. if you're any wise business person, you would want to uh, get the most expensive drugs on your formulary because you get a larger chunk of the percentage of that rebate. So the whole theory is that um, these rebates theoretically can lower the cost of premiums because these rebates are passing all the way back to the health plan. You can use that extra money to lower premiums, but third-party PBMs may want the, mo the biggest chunk of that list price. So they may go after um, the most expensive drugs and drug manufacturers may jack up the prices to get their drugs on these formularies. It's very opaque. And if you don't understand this, that's the point. <laughs> yeah, that's the point. Yeah, because most consumers, all they know is what their copay is. They have no idea about the exactly. real price of the drug, right? Exactly. Yeah. So Mark Cuban comes along and I understood, I heard him say it took him four years to go through all the state licensure and everything necessary just to get this thing off the ground. And now it's been up and running for a year. Patients are saving thousands of dollars, you say. Do you have any examples you can share with that? Um, so if you go to any of their websites, sorry, if you go to Cost Plus Drugs website, um, I think the other day I was looking at a, a biologic called like imatinib, okay. um, and the list price of the drug is like $2,000. So that's the, that's the price without any negotiations, without any rebates. That's the price that you would have to like buy without insurance. Cost Plus Drugs got that price down, I, I, I really think, to like under $100. Well, like they're a, listing uh, it here. Supply. Yeah, they're listing it here on Imatinib on the homepage. It's listed at $14.40. Exactly. It is, in, it's really insane. And to talk about how he's doing it, you know, it took him a long time. But Mark Cuban, 
recognizing that drug prices are way too high in the United States, way too high. Uh, and he basically said, hold my coffee. I'm going to figure this out. Mm. And what Cost Plus Drugs does is they, it, it takes this complex supply chain where there's like shady money and negotiations moving about that us consumers don't know. Uh, and he just puts it all under one roof. So the drug manufacturer, the wholesaler, the pharmacy, the PBM, it's all under cost plus drugs. And because it's all under one roof, he's able to be transparent about how he prices the drugs and he's able to price the drugs at a cheap price. And he's, again, he's transparent about it. It's like a manufacturing fee, um, a 15% markup, the cost plus, a $5 pharmacy fee and a or $5 shipping fee and a $3 pharmacy fee. Okay, so now we've got Amazon, Mark Cuban fighting it out, but they're not alone. Walmart, now even Dollar General are stepping up their healthcare services too. What about CVS and others like them? What are they doing? How will it affect you? Let's dig into all of that when we come back for more of the Health Call Radio Hour, right here on WoWo. This is the Health Call Radio Hour, where treatments are always free, the stethoscope is never cold, and you don't have to wear an exam gown. Now, back to health and wellness correspondent, Lee Kelso. Things are changing fast in the healthcare industry, giving you more choices than ever. Amazon recently announced a new program to sell generic drugs at deep discount. And now Dollar General is partnering with DocGo to set up mobile clinics at three stores in Nashville. Sort of a trial run. Could spread nationwide. The bajillions of dollars that we spend on healthcare every year is drawing lots of innovation and disruptive efforts. Jared Dushevsky is a fourth-year medical student who also writes a newsletter for other health professionals. He's been studying Mark Cuban's Cost Plus Drugs program and recently published a look ahead. He sees big gains for Cuban's direct-to-consumer generic drug business, but he says other retailers are sure to put up a fight. I think Walmart was probably one of the first um, retail companies to basically say, hey, we're going to offer generic drugs, and they created a generic drug program. It's been extremely successful, and it still is successful. Um, Walmart has the benefit that they're in rural areas. Uh, they're you know, well-known throughout America. They're one of the largest corporations in America. So they have the reach to really you know, get their generic drug program in front of customers. Um, so I don't think uh, Walmart is going to be as affected um, by cost plus drugs, but, um, you know, for other pharmacies and, uh, drug, drug manufacturers are, must be looking at cost plus drugs and thinking, oh my God, we're, he's going to steal customers from us or steal our population. Um, we need to do something about it. And I haven't heard any, anything yet about like CVS health, um, United healthcare, um, because United Healthcare owns OptumRx, which is a pharmacy benefit manager. I haven't heard anything from them about how cost plus drugs is going to affect them and how they should react. And there's a reason. The reason is CVS Health, United Healthcare, and Cigna 
uh, own 85% of the pharmacy benefit manager market, right? So because they're so big that they may be shielded from the effects of uh, cost plus drugs, but the smaller PBMs and the smaller pharmacies for sure will be affected. I don't have exact data, um, but you can imagine that if you have cost plus drugs selling drugs like 100% cheaper, like why wouldn't a consumer go there um, where they could save hundreds of dollars a year? Well, right now, uh, they're they're just getting off the ground cost plus drugs. They've not really done any marketing, I understand. It's mostly kind of word exactly. of mouth. That may change. How is this different from the other company people may have heard of, and that's GoodRx? So the key difference, at least from what I've read and what I understand, is that cost plus drugs is getting to the problem, right? They are addressing the root causes of high drug prices, which is this opaque, complex drug supply chain. GoodRx is innovative and disruptive in the fact that it's a, it's a coupon, right? So if your doctor prescribes you a medication, um, you basically show up to CVS, if that's your pharmacy, with GoodRx coupon, they scan it, and then you, you have your medication at a cheaper price. But it, it's kind of like a band-aid solution, right? Uh, versus cost plus drugs, which is really getting to the root cause and building from like the bottom up. So is there any concern among uh, your your professors, the doctors you're working with, I know you're just going into residency, um, about the quality of generics? Should I be worried about that? Not at all. So the, the, the generic formularies are identical to uh, the brand name uh, ingredients, right? But the, the, the reason why they're called generics is because that brand name drug has gone off patent. It's lost its market exclusivity. Um, so now generic drug manufacturers can come in, remake the drug, same effectiveness, same data, uh, but offer it at a much cheaper price. Um, so there's really no concern about generic drugs. I take my medications are generic. Um, my grandparents' drugs are generic. Uh, they're significantly cheaper than brand name drugs. Uh, but they can be cheaper, which is what Cosmos Drugs is doing. Yeah, yeah. Um, so as we take a look down the road, what else do you see changing? What other changes is Cosmos going to force into this market that's going to benefit consumers? Expect more genetic drugs to hit their, their pharmacy. Expect them to try out insulin, which would be truly a game changer if insulin, generic insulin can now be offered by Cosmos Drugs. Um, and biologic medications that are typically in like short supply. So Cost Plus Drugs has built or is about to complete their own manufacturing facility. And in this manufacturing facility, they'll, they'll make these biological drugs, these drugs that are notoriously in short supply um, and offer them on their Cost Plus Drugs uh, pharmacy. So I think in 2023, you're going to see word of mouth truly like expedite their growth. Um, and to be honest, like at this point, I don't think many physicians or many patients even know about cost plus drugs. So there's so much potential for them to grow their customer base, uh, which would you know, consequently grow the revenue and they should end up turning a profit this, uh, this year. Do doctors really pay attention to this? Do they care that much about what patients are paying and the pain in the, the pain at the pharmacy counter? No, so that, that I mean that's the big issue, right? Like the physician as it as they are, they're so busy, 
and every patient's insurance plan is different. Um, so one one patient's plan may have a very high deductible. The other one, um, the other the drug that physicians prescribes may not be accepted by the health plan, right? So it, it is way too much work for the physician to sit down when they're prescribing a drug to figure out if it checks all the uh, patient's health plans boxes. Mm-hmm. So what ends up happening uh, is the pa- the patient goes to CVS, says, "Hey, I'm here to pick my medication," and they say, "Oh no, you need a prior authorization. We can't fill this." And then there are literally there are literal departments. I mean, at least at academic institutions, there are departments created to deal with the complexity of the drug supply chain to make sure patients' drugs are accepted by their health plan. Um, but cost plus drugs is there as an easy way out, basically, if the drug is a generic. Sounds too good to be true. What are we What are we missing here? I, you know, I, I've been studying cost plus drugs for this past year. And it does sound very much too good to be true, but I can't find anything that's truly wrong with it because on paper, it makes sense. You're just putting the whole drug supply chain, which is the principal reason um, that drug prices are so high. And you're just putting it under one roof. You're simplifying it. You're making it transparent. And because you're simplifying it, making it transparent, you're offering cheaper medications. Um, And if something were to, if there was something amiss or foul, about this, I'm sure we'll hear about it. We'll hear about it soon. <laughs> so, uh, if you could sit down with Mark Cuban, what what do you want to ask? What do you want to know from him? I would want to know what what his next step is in the healthcare space, because, I mean, as you know, this healthcare system has so many problems with it uh, that maybe it does take a billionaire who has the resources and the skills needed to tackle a problem and build disruptive solutions to fix it. So th- my, that would be my next question. Like, where to next? We got drug prices. Where are we going? Insurance? Primary care? What is it? If you're able to get online and order generic medications yourself, Mark Cuban's new drug company may be able to save you quite a bit of money. It's worth a look. Just go to Cost Plus Drugs, putting the name of the medication you're taking, and I'd love to know what you find out. Are you going to save any money? Is it enough to win you over? Just head to the Health Call website, healthcall.live, and drop me a line. I read every message, and you'll always get a reply. All right, thanks for making us part of your weekend. We'll see you next week. You've been listening to the Health Call Radio Hour. The discussion of conditions and treatments on this program is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment by a healthcare professional who knows you and your health needs. Find the podcast of today's episode wherever you get your podcasts or watch extended video versions of today's interviews on the Health Call website at healthcall.live. While you're there, drop us a line to ask a question or suggest a topic for a future broadcast. Join us each week on this station for another edition of the Health Call Radio Hour. Podcasts by Federated Media.